You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Hey, did we All right, do you, Did we make any so, promises in the previous episode uh to do something in the next episode? Um, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think we what we did promise is that we were going to give shout-outs if people did the five stars or emailed us, but since our last recording, we haven't had any kind of uh yeah. I haven't I haven't seen any of that action. And okay. if there was some and I missed it, I'm incredibly sorry. We'll get you on the next episode. There we go. That's what we'll do. Yeah. Um also I feel like every episode feels like a celebration because sixty sound feels like a celebration to me. Yeah. Um and you know, our year episode being last, I kind of feel like I, we're just celebrating every day on this on this podcast. Yeah, just it's the balloons don't stop. The balloons never stop. Never, and neither does the the celebration whistle. Mm-hmm. It's just constant. Yeah, it's kind of uh, annoying. One, one big one big breath. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like, really hard for you to edit that out of every episode. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's like a meditative drone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go into the intro now. Yeah. Do you want to do? Do you want to do the intro? Uh, no. You can. You can intro. Oh, Wait. Okay. Who did it Thanks, last? Dad. Yeah. No. You go ahead. Do it. No. I think it was you. No. It was me. It was me. Yeah. Well. It, you can. You can do it again. I'm an intro hog. Yeah. But that's okay. Tr- Yours just. You do it so much like to the point better. I am a truffle hog. A truffle pig of intros. I am just. <laughs> Always looking for that intro. In the grass, in the greens, and then the browns. Okay. In the pines? Um, yeah, that's what I meant by in the browns. My good God. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the podcast. This is Candace and Jess Judge a Book by its cover, and I'm Candace. And I am Jess. Welcome mm-hmm. to the only podcast on the whole internet that is Candace and Jess. Uh, judging books uh, based on their cover. We don't read the books ever. And then we tell you the story of what happens. Like, we tell you the real story. The story that you could only look for, but never read for. Yes. yes? The story that is unreadable. Unlegible? Un... No. You can only get it here. We interpret the, act- interpret the actual story. Yeah. Yes. We do. That's how we do. Um, and then we tell you little things, um, you know, before, during, and after. Like, I love jalapeno stuffed with feta. Like, those are my favorite. I usually like the jalapeno stuffed with cream cheese. Oh, I guess I've never really had that. But gosh, it's like, I love stuff that's so spicy, it feels like your tongue is expanding. Have I have two questions for you. One is, have you never had jalapeno poppers? I have, but they're not nearly as spicy, I don't feel, as the ones that... Like, they're usually breaded, right? Yeah, they're breaded, but that's like a, it's like a bar snack that you can be like, yay, yes. it's deep-fried cheese. I do really like those, but what I love the most is the ones that are in oil. Okay. And so they're usually served like a five or six in a little container at the grocery store. Yeah. And they, um, they're so spicy, uh-huh. and they don't have the deep-fry or the the battering or anything like that 
So yeah. I love them the most. Okay, my second question is, have you ever ha- eaten like a pepper that was so spicy that it instantly gave you the hiccups? No, but my wonderful uh, co-worker slash boss slash mentor um, is just done a big haul of her garden because the seasons are changing and she's got ghost peppers and they look like like just a picture of this ghost pepper yeah. makes you think that it's going to actually grow arms and punch you in the face. Oh, dang. And then be like, hiccup now. <laughs> so I like I thought I had never tried ghost pepper. Apparently, she put some in her homemade hummus, so I have tried it, and it's absolutely delicious. Yeah. But be prepared, because I think I will have another story at another date about a very spicy pepper a very that I ate. <laughs> a spicy pepper story. <laughs> yeah, that was like a little like poem of, of spice, a spice poem. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff that you find here at the show. You will find uh, book judgments. You will find little things about us and things that aren't about us at all, but where maybe we saw or, you know, we experienced over the week. So Yeah. Or maybe it's a story about dogs. Maybe it's a story about dogs, which Jess quite often has a story about dogs. Well, that's because oftentimes dogs are the things I have problems with. Yeah, problems with dogs? Uh, you know, not always, but sometimes. It's just you get those experiences. Yeah. Any- do, do you have one that you want to share with the people? It's almost sounded like you were about to say anyways to like get the hell away from the dog topic. <laughs> I mean, it's dumb, but I was, I, was, I was walking down the street today, as I do, uh, going mm-hmm. from point A to point B, going to that Bed Bath & Beyond to search for um, the Beyond and um, uh, somebody walked past. I was like, what could he possibly want there? And huh. that makes perfect sense yeah. to me. So um, uh, This guy walked past me, him and his, 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 his girlfriend or, or sister. I don't know what their situation was. I didn't ask. That wasn't, I didn't have time in the street. I was busy like, actually, I was texting you about the podcast. Right. Or texting, he's like, hey, how's your day? How's this? How's that? How you feeling? Texting in the streets. Yep. And then this guy walked past and I was like, oh my God, he's got a dog backpack. Oh. And I didn't want it to, I had to specify that this man didn't have like a dog shaped backpack, nor did he have a dog with a backpack. Nope. Also, wait, hold on. I'll check my notes. No, no. What he had was a dog filled. No. A backpack filled with dog. Filled with. <laughs> filled with dog yep. with like a little mesh viewing window. Yeah, so people- not like a bubble, but like not like he was wearing a um, like an undersea exploring helmet. No, it wasn't the Jacques Cousteau of dogs. That's too bad because yeah. I like those. I have seen those, but only for cats no. and like a small dog. It was a little mesh w- viewing window so the dog could look out upon the world and everyone could look upon the dog the dog also i assume the dog could breathe which is important for mammals yeah 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 no the breathing the breathing is the best part Mm. it looked Mm. like this guy had a very strange dog apartment that you would wear on your chest like, That's weird that it's on the front. Yeah, I, think. I didn't. I didn't expect that when you first started telling me this story. Well, also all the times that I said backpack, but I mean, what do you call? Oh, I mean, what yeah. else do you call that? <laughs> uh, front. Okay, front pack isn't. That's yeah. not the same ring. Yeah, it's his. Wow. It's, it's his front house. 
Dogs need places to stay too. That's yeah. how tough the whole renting is here in uh, Vancouver and yeah. surrounding area. Yeah, dogs rent people. They do. Yeah. So they have a place to live. Oh man. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see what uh, kind of. Oh, you guys might hear a big horn here coming up, but I'm not sure if it'll happen or not. But here's hoping. Uh-huh. Um, but let's see what other kind of weird dog situations that you find yourself in this next week and i can't wait for next week's story about dogs doing something i mean they they always do but i mean they always do anyways this actually i didn't want to start off talking about dogs i ha- um uh, i wanted to say that uh, uh i finished a book over the weekend oh like i actually read a book i know that's unheard of on this thing that <laughs> yeah. we do yeah um, we usually don't even admit that yeah but um uh so i finished a book um it was a book on uh it's a comedy book all about improv so improv and comedy truth and comedy is the name of the book um and uh before reading it i really didn't have uh i didn't really know much about improv except for a very basic understanding of what improv was yeah and sort of what you know what people do there and what what are some of the basic rules of improv mm-hmm. uh, and now after finishing uh reading it um and reading all of the secrets and all of the the quotes from famous people like chris farley and others um i now i still feel that i don't really know anything about improv so yep i feel like any good learner even after they have tried to learn, feels that way. I don't know. Maybe that was the wrong thing to say. But I feel like there's just so much to know. That's what I'm trying to say, is that it takes years and a lifetime in it to really think you have a grasp on it, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I think it was like a, a not having a practical element to then do. Yes. So just reading yeah. about other people's things. And it's, yeah. So, but I you know. But that's really cool. I'm glad that you read it. And I'll I'm, probably borrow it one day, but I probably won't read it because I'm an asshole. I'm a curious guy. Yeah. I like to read about are. about the things and then to, you know, see how it helps me in day-to-day life. Yep. Yeah, why not? I hear ya. <sighs> okay. Well, does that deep breath like mean we're getting into the book? I mean, we that's could. The deep, the, that's the deep breath to start the book off. We I could. Think. That's the that's that's how we're doing it now is just it's just heavy breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you know. And that's, the judgment's about to start. <laughs> that's how you know. Mm-hmm. Hey there, listener. Is your ear getting sweaty? <sighs> oh, that was supposed to be a heavy breathe, but I think a heavy breath, but I feel like I just accidentally yawned because I'm I'm like that right now. That's okay. I mean that's sort of like that's still breathing, isn't it? Is a yawn? Yeah, it wait, is. Is a yawn outward or inward? Well, I just did one. They're in. Is they're in, any? and then they're out. Oh. Yeah, it's a. It's it starts as an any. Oh, it's. Bold. And it's like, oh, it's so contagious. Like seriously, we're not. You know, we're not far, but we're not close. And you just say the word, and I just do the thing. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just talking about yawns. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> Jess, I see you have a very saucy book. Maybe the sauciest we've ever covered, other than ooh, did we actually do sirens of? titan on this podcast or was that no a... that was in the pre-times that was the pre-times yeah and then there was also that um during during the, the the photo shoot shoot which we've put up a couple pictures from 
you ate all those pages from that book that was a Harlequin romance with Fabio right. with Fabio on the cover. Right, which is very saucy. But I yeah. love this cover, and I can't wait to just get into the meat, the leafy meat of the book. The leafy, the delicious leafy page meats. Yes. Of this yes. book. Um. Yeah. So I'll here we. So the book that I brought in today is uh, it's called A Nancy Boys, uh, and this is a book by Neil Gaiman. Uh, this is the magical number one New York Times bestseller. So you know. Neil Gaiman threw this book really, really good. That's um, how you know. Yeah. It also, a little tiny uh, quote down at the bottom. It says, God is dead. Meet the kids. That's not a quote. It's just written on the front. No one's, <laughs> I imagine at some point somebody said that. But That's my favorite. Yeah. I love it. They might oh, have just, man. They might have just written, wrote that on the front because, you know, why not? These girls all have such good hair. I know, right? Such good hair, girls. Yeah. I'm zooming up. I'm looking close. They got good hair. They got good style. Everyone's got some good style going on here. Um, yeah. So I did uh, I did write up a little thing there. So, I mean, you can go ahead and lose yourself in that co cover there. So, uh, yeah. I am. I am. Those gloves are interesting. Mm-hmm. Everything about this. So, Candace. Uh, yes, Jess. Let me take you to this story. It's the 1960s. Free love and magic are running rampant across the globe. The world government, you know, that one government <laughs> of the entire world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the world government, after much deliberation, has decided to bring in help to put things in order. A professional. <laughs> the best. A Nancy Boyd. That's his name. That's oh, Anansi Boyd. Anansi okay. Boyd is the is the name of uh, the uh, of our of our main character of this book. He is an entertainer, a nightclub owner, a fashion guru. He's got a lot of titles in that. He's also he is also the best damn secret agent. Uh, it's gonna take that word again. He is also the best damn secret agent in the business. You know, we love him. We love him already. That's always a great thing when somebody says, hey, this guy's the best in the business. He's the best secret thing. Yeah. In the secret business of secret agents. Uh, I lost my place. Uh, yeah. Anyways, well, so that's OK. <laughs> he's the one that you call when you don't have any other options. You know what, Candace? What's that? There's just one problem, though. What is, what's the problem? And Nancy has been dead for two years. Oh! Yeah. And uh, and uh, he also was the physical embodiment of the spider god slash god of mischief, Anansi. Which, mm. which you know, that I believe was the, Af was the African... I don't know if it was West African or South African or... It was the African spider god, Anansi. Okay. And he was also okay. the god of mischief. Okay. Represented by a spider. That sounds real fun. Yeah. So you know what that means. Because he's dead, but he had the, it was the physical embodiment of this spider god. So you know what that yeah. means. That means he's, what? he's full of prank spiders. 
Oh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Like the little plastic ones? Uh, no, no, no. Spiders that instead of weaving webs of, uh, you know, to catch flies and that kind of stuff, they weave webs of prank. Well, yes, <laughs> a good old prank web. Now, yeah. now we're talking. Yeah, and then they get in there, and all of a sudden you get hit with a pie. And you're like, oh, damn it! Curse you, spiders. Yeah. Um, when you got eight legs, you got a lot of you know room to throw pie. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And you're living in a dead guy. Basically, what are you gonna do all day? Oh, so he's full of prank spiders. Yes. Oh gosh. See, it all makes sense to me now that they're actually like what's you know empowering him. That he is just like a corpse full of spiders and they're making all these movements because he looks like he's moving quite a bit. I love where you're going with there, but no. Oh. He is he is a dead man. He is a dead, previously was the, was a, the physical embodiment of the spider god, Anansi. Okay. Kept the name Anansi. Yeah. Um, he is full of mischievous, pranky spiders. Okay. All up in his guts, in his gut meats, just hanging mm-hmm. out. But the thing is, they're not pulling the strings here. Oh, okay. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. He's been, this guy, Anansi, he's been dead for two years. Yep. But that hasn't stopped him. That has definitely not stopped him uh, from doing any of his secret agent stuff, his entertaining, his nightclub ownership slash, I guess, managing. I don't know. He owns a nightclub. That doesn't really mean he's working there all the time. He does that. And his fashion guru industry. Um, You know why it hasn't stopped him? Huh? I'm going to tell you why. Well, it's the trio of seductive assistants. That are that are that are luckily on the cover of this book here. We got those three assistants uh, and they keep him alive. I'm going to do quotation marks in the air. Right. Yeah. Uh, they keep him alive as best they can. And I want to introduce some people to you, Candace. All right. Let's do this. I'd like to introduce you to May. Okay. June. Okay. And waiting for you to chime in with the third name. And if you know it, you can take a guess. July. And uh, no, it's Alice. Amber. Alice is the third name. Oh. Yeah. May, June, and Alice. Okay. <laughs> May, um, June. Yeah. They are the real brains, brawn, and badassery behind a Nancy Boyd. It looks like it. Also, yeah. does that like green glowing drink have something to do with how they make this make this work? I mean, see, here's what's going on with the green glowing drink is that this is because it's like the 60s and they go in with that free love. We definitely know that there's magic involved yeah. in this world. Um, there's also an incredible cocktail culture that yeah. kind of sort of started in, in, this, uh, in this time. Um, it might have been one of those things that sort of was coming along from the 50s or a Passover mm-hmm. from the 50s, middle of the 60s, all that. Um, so definitely there's cocktail culture, but you know what? There's magic too. So guess what? Magic cocktails. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We That's got what magic. I'm drinking right now. Yeah. I am not. Mm. I'm drink- Was that just you? <laughs> yeah. I put the book down. I like to pick things up and also put them back down. I get it. I love to pick things up and put them back down. Because, also, uh, because otherwise the- I would be uh, taking too much stuff. I'd be holding all this stuff all the time. 
Yeah, you got to put it back down. Is yep. Alice the blonde? Uh, no, no, she's the redhead. Alice is the pink head. Yes. She's got yeah, but it's it's red. We can say it's red. So which one's the blonde? Uh, June. I love June. Yeah. Yes. I love June. Okay. Um. All right. Perfect. I get it. So they are up to they're up to making sure. Is there any reason that they want to help him so much or help his dead body? I guess I should say. I mean, he he. Yeah. I mean, why would anybody? I mean, it's sort of they keep him going. His secret agentness keeps them safe. Okay. Yeah. So you know, there's a there's lots of reasons why people do things. They just never want him to die because right. he was that great. He was that great. Yeah. That's amazing because yeah. to me, it looks like these girls would be just fine without him. But I guess Here's there the was other maybe thing. some magical contract involved. Magical What's contract. I mean, there's definitely, we can throw the whole, ma- we can play the magic card. But okay. here is the thing that also, it's a challenge. And not many people would be up for such a challenge. They would give up. They're like keeping a dead guy pretending that he's alive keeping with his appearance right. keeping his appearances up keeping all that kind of stuff it takes three of the best best to keep the best going right yeah oh i would love to learn more about like their tactics and how they do this and the cocktails i think it's um, a lot of like marionette type situations a lot of uh um well, and they have him quite covered up. Like yeah. they, you know, they covered his hands. Yeah. Because I'm sure those are some of the first things to show signs. Definitely. Um, they probably keep them keep them away a little bit, and I'm sure that they're they probably smell really good. Like they probably have like lots of nice perfumes and stuff on to keep it from anyone from noticing. They keep the, um, keep the smell at bay. Yeah. Yeah, and you know he's got hat on, he's got glasses on, he's got clothes to his feet and to his hands which his hands are covered like i said definitely also also i'd like to remind you he is full of spiders right so the spiders are still alive oh yeah yeah they're just they're just hanging out they're having so they they use that to their their own their own mischievous spider nightclub inside of no yeah so you know god is dead meet the kids he is god and they're the kids is that kind of like a bit of the idea or is that just sort of there yeah okay um do you so if alice is the redhead yeah and june is the blonde right did you say that yes so may is the one in the orange bikini yes is may wearing like a hat or is that some kind of magical orb behind her head see i was trying to figure that out um, I don't think so. I don't, I think it's just some f- form of magical blue stuff, or it could be a wall. Right. It could just be some kind of, like, thing on the wall. Um, yeah, gosh, I want these outfits. I also would go for a Nancy Boyd's outfit. Um, I think this is a really really exciting cover i also feel like there could be stuff going on underneath that stage but we can't see it it's just into the darkness so really open up open up to uh, interpretation i also find it interesting how peachy um the toes and the knees are of this of this young lady um yeah okay well i guess neil boyd 
lives another he probably lives for quite a long time these girls seem to have this under control yeah i mean they've kept him going for two years so yeah so what's stopping them sky's really they're sky's the limit sky's the limit in this entertainment business yeah and they're you know their job security you can't be fired if your boss is controlled by you that's true um unless you want to be yeah oddly enough signing the checks oddly enough they still do performance reviews for the other other girls so they'll do like oh. a rotation through and they'll be like, well, how are you doing? And then it's a sit down. It's a one-on-one. We need to have a right. one-on-one. <laughs> I guess it was a different time, right? They might have had to keep a dead guy alive to have the life they wanted. Blech. But who knows, right? I don't know. These girls really, uh, they're very, they impress me. Badass, brawn, brains, everything. They have it. Yeah. And they have like, it looks like a feather boa. I know that's like a fur thing of some sort. It's like an ostrich boa. Well, that's feathers too. I'm a genius. It's like they. Um, it's like they killed a muppet. Yeah, a yeah. really good colored muppet. I don't know a muppet that color. Okay, well, judging by this cover, um, this book would be a mystical, magical romp through, you know, the darker side of um, the business. But yet. Yeah. The magical and fun side of the it's business. A, it's, a, it's a spy movie. Or hold it's on. A, or spy, spy book. Yeah. Yep. It's a spy book that has magic in it in the 60s. It's kind of yeah. like a, a magical spy version of Weekend at Bernie's. Mm, yes. Yep. I can see the relation. Only it's not too... I don't know. Are they as smart as as these girls? It I was, don't know. I believe are. it was two fun-loving businessmen. Um, right. Find something, and then there's like embezzlement, and yeah, then... their motivations aren't as good as these girls. And then Bernie dies, and then they're like, "Oh, dang!" Well, spoiler alert, Jess. Look, if you haven't seen Weekend at Bernie's by now, um, you can pretty or... much you can pretty much YouTube, go onto YouTube, watch the trailer, and guess what? You've watched Weekend at Bernie's. Well, also, I would point out that even if you haven't seen it, you in pop culture are forced to know what happened. You can't tell me you don't know. Um, okay, Jess. Well, if can I start asking you some questions about this book? Please. Please. Um, first of all, when was this book written? I think you've talked a little bit about the, the time that but, it was. I mean, it was set in the 1960s, but this right. book was written in the 80s 1980 1980s. 1989 same year as weekend Whoa. at bernie's wow same year i was born so now you all know when i was born yeah um full of spiders that's me um okay so who is the intended audience for this book jess uh i would recommend this book for uh, people that like fun and people that are dead. <laughs> oh, dead fun lovers. Yep, Got it. Not necessarily dead fun lovers. People that like fun, but people that are also dead. Dead. Two categories. Dead people, fun loving people. There's, oh, there okay. Is they going don't have to, to be, be the same. There is going to be some crossover there. Okay. Um, now, if you had to rate this book... The top being a delicious noodle dish of your choice. You get to pick today what noodle dish it is. Or, you know, the very bottom being a one, uh, a gas station banana. 
Where would you put this book? Hmm. Let's mm. see. If I was going to rate this book, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to rate this book a... Hmm. You have oh, ever, no. Have you ever had... Like, I'm going to go a little different route on this one. But have you ever had the delicious and very strong rum cocktail, The Zombie? Oh, gosh. I feel like if I ever saw that on a menu, I would order it. But I don't think I ever have... And I think maybe you've told me about it before, but I'm not sure. So can you just can you just refresh my memory here? Uh, it's usually three kinds of rum, like a holy shit, a light dark or light amber, and overproof, and then it's I believe orange juice, uh, origat syrup, which I believe is okay. an almond syrup. Um, and uh, oftentimes something that's called falernum, which is a, um, I made it once and it was a syrup flavored with um, ginger and lime juice. And then, wow. it, and then it was also half rum. Okay. So all of that, I think that was it. I think it was all those things. I can't remember if there's anything else, but all those things slam together, mix it all up. And it's just very, very strong, delicious rum. Uh, cocktail. Wow. It's kind of one of those you drink one and then you're like, I don't need another drink forever. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe this is the only drink I'll ever drink for the rest of my life, but then you have another one. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get the whole herd of zombies. Get me one, two, three. Man, make it 15. Mm hmm. Bring them up. By all. the end of it, you're just like, that's my zombie right now. I, I mean, do a really did, good zombie. If you did 15 zombies, I don't think you'd... Make any sound? Nah, you'd probably just pass out eventually. That's my zombie sound. Or that sound. You, you could also make that sound. I hope you were all ready for that. Yeah, because that is, you know, that'll happen. All right. Well, holy cow. I feel like I'm a little cooler now from learning about these ladies and... I'm not going to lie. I've been thinking about getting my hair done. I really, obviously, yeah. not obviously, but if you know me, I'm holding on to a lot of hair here and it's time. And I feel really inspired by all of these ladies' hairstyles and who knows which one I'll end up with, but I'm thinking, huh, maybe, I should do it. Maybe you'll cycle through all three. I possibly could. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll let you all know how that goes because I'm sure you're dying to know. <laughs> yes. Dying. Oh, yes. Dying <laughs> in the way that we've talked about, you know, the fact that this is a dead person the whole episode and dying in the way that you do dye your hair. Um, mm -hmm. But, oh. you know, the puns are plentiful here at Candace and Just Judge a Book by its cover. I can't wait till next week mm -hmm. to do it all again. Do it all again. Gonna get angry at dogs. I'll continue my constant war on the canine populace. Yep. Canine community, we're coming after you. I'm it's sorry. A, Too many a, people love you. It's a verbal war, not yeah. an actual physical war, of course. A, war against dogs. Of course. I guess we should make that very, very... Definitely. Un ...understood. 
Um, so Candace. Yes, Jess. What next? I think we come to the end of the show, which feels a little bit sad, but I also think that um, it's just the natural flow of how it's gone. Yeah. If I am full of spiders, that is the way my spiders have dragged me. And that's kind of what seems to be happening. So I think what we got to do now is to say thank you, everybody, for listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. I have been Candace this episode. And I have been Jess also this episode. Next yeah. episode, we might switch it up. Who knows? Oh, we've done it before and yep. nobody noticed. So we'll see how that goes. Um, you could get this podcast anywhere you're listening to this podcast right now. That's that's good. Yeah, that's yeah true. definitely. Um, you can visit us on our Instagram account, which is Candace and Jess. You can visit us at our Twitter, which is at Candace and Jess. Um, please follow us too. Please follow us. And you and can see all the books because we'll pop the covers up on the... Believe me. Believe yeah. me, you want to see this one. This one's really good. Um, and it helps. I think it will help you enjoy the podcast even further to see the actual covers of the book. I even know a listener who doesn't have an Instagram who goes on just to see the pictures. So you could do that. You don't have to make an account mm -hmm. to see the pictures. Yeah. Um, also, you can send us an email at our Gmail account, which is CandiceandJess at gmail.com. And we promise shout outs to anyone who hits us up on there. Definitely. Definitely. Send us a message. Send us a message. A, and it can be anything. You got a question that you want us to answer. <laughs> <laughs> you got a question you want us to ask? We'll ask it. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask, ask it. it. We'll ask it. We'll out, ask it two times. Out into the podcast soup that is you, everyone else's ears. Well, my foot is all the way asleep. That means we did a good show, Jess. That's what it means. There we go. Um, and now we know that that's the, the, the natural cueing of the end of the episode. Candace's foot has fallen asleep. Um, yeah. I guess uh, there's nothing left to say except for I'm going to cue that outro music. Music.